0: Shalom Aleichem Rabbi Isai, I hope that everybody is doing well, Baruch Hashem, we're holding at that time of the year, just a few days for Hanukkah, Sunday night, as Hashem is the first lighting in the nearest Hanukkah, and with Hashem, next week, I hope to share some ideas about that special time of year, the time of Hanukkah. But this week I wanted to still stick to talking about the Parashat HaShavua, this week being Parashat Vayeshev. Parashat Vayeshev is a packed parsha with many ideas, many questions. The parsha starts off with Yosef appearing as the favorite child of Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov makes a special beggar for him that sent Pasim and has a special and very unique relationship with Yosef. And the brothers form a resentment to that. And there's a jealousy. It's hard for us to understand. It's with the Shif and what that jealousy means. Obviously, it doesn't mean the petty jealous, the petty jealousness that we're used to. But as the time goes on, the brothers seem to come up with a Keshben that there's a psak Din the brothers and the of the Shechina to that did that Yosef is Chayiv Misa for different reasons. Before I should bring down why they felt that he was Chayiv Misa. And Yaakov is wondering where his sons are, and he sends Yosef to find them. Yosef goes out to the <coughs> to the told him to go to Shechem, and he comes there. He doesn't find the brothers, and he meets the Malach. And mouth tells him that he should go to that his brothers are in Dyson. He goes to Dyson, and the brothers see him and being that they felt that he was Chayv Misa, they're ready to kill him. Ruvain intervened and says don't kill him, throw him into a bar, throw him into a pit. Ruven was hoping that the chusim of Yosef being a tzaddik although there are snakes and scorpions inside of a pit He'd be saved from that. And then Reuben goes to serve Yaakov Avinu. uh, It was his day to take care of Yaakov Avinu. brothers had shifts of which days they had to serve Yaakov Avinu to take care of Yaakov Avinu. And Reuben went to Mishamesh Yaakov Avinu. While he was away, the passage tells us that after Yesh was thrown into the bar, the passage tells us, The brothers were sitting and eating bread Bayesu Vayu They lifted up their eyes and they saw Ba they saw a caravan of Arabs that was coming from Gilot, who Malaim Naisim Light. And their camels were carrying all different types of pleasant smelling spices and it went down to Mitz- the the, the that caravan that was going down to Mitzrayim. <speaking> Yehuda <in Hebrew> of Yehuda spoke up to his brothers. He was the he was the powerful brother, and he said, "My betzer, what are we going to gain from this? We're not getting anything financially from this." Rashi tells us, "Kinarigas <speaking> achinu <Hebrew> by killing our brother, chisina usdum by our flesh and our blood." You know, what do we get a gain from this? let's go sell him to these Arabs right and we won't, this way we won't touch him we won't hurt him he's actually our brother our flesh and the, I think the brothers were, the brothers will calm down from that you know they really also didn't want to kill him when they listened to him they took his advice when the, when the, when the uh, people that were the traders from Midian were passing by Afterwards, they took Yosef out of the bar. And they sold Yosef to the to the Arabs for twenty he was brought down to Mitzrayim. And then it tells us how Yosef is moving comes back to the bar. Since he's not there. He's all shaken up. What happened to him? And then the, the story continues. And Yosef goes down to Mitzrayim. We know that he's eventually been going to come. The Mishnah the Melech, the parody of Melech Mitzrayim. Now, the question which many of the Rishonim asks, Rashi is the first one that touches upon it. The Pesach doesn't tell us something if there isn't a reason for it. The Pesach tells us that the wagons of were passing by, okay, we have to know who we sold them to. We have to know who's going to Mitzrayim. But why was it so important to tell us that there were pleasant smelling spices and, and, and things on the on the wagon? Why was that so important? So Rashi tells us, "Lama Pierce makasav masam." Why did the pasuk publicize what they what they were carrying? La idea matn to teach you the reward of a tzadik. That a kashboch who watches out for a tzadik, and the tzadik gets his reward. She ain't dark shala shall our viem neft v'itram sherechan the pattern, the derech of an Arab is usually not to carry sweet-smelling things. Usually he carries uh, kerosene and, and all types of awful-smelling things inside the wagon. But then, is the b'samim in order to make it more pleasant for Yosef inside the wagon. So he, there were nice-smelling psalm and nice-smelling spices inside the wagon. Very nice. That's why the puzzle tells us it's a shagosh who wanted it to smell nice. Asks everybody, asks all the Bali Musa, the they all ask the same question. Yosef, right now, was in a very, very dire condition, very, very serious state. He just was ripped away from his father. He was almost killed by his brothers who, who, who hated him at this point. He was going in a wagon now to Mitzrayim. He had no idea where was his next place that he was going right now. And he's in, in just tremendous state of, of confusion and fear and, and, and lack of understanding. Do you think it'll make a difference to him right now at this point when he's so worried how, how what the smell is? I mean, you know, it's truly very nice. It's a nice smell. But that's something very trivial and, and something which is not really so important right now. Right now, he would rather have known, even if he smelled bad, that he has his father and he has this connection with his brother, that he's in his home, uh, he's home and safe. What's the reason why it was so important that the terrorist stresses that he, there was a nice smell? So, some of my rabbi have said over the years, I've heard terutim. One of the terutim came from my rabbi the Wine, who was at South Montreal. He said over Mashandah Bali Musa, the Pasha tells us, the Pasha Zazidu, Hatzur Tamim Perlai, the rack which is referring to Baruch Hu, is Complete and perfect in his work. Kikal Mishpat All of his ways are justified and are in Kel Emuna Ve'ein Ovil. He's a God that we can trust, that lives in trust, and there's no flaw. There's nothing wrong, nothing bad that's done. Tzadik Righteous and straight. Kel Emuna Ve'ein Ovil. So it's why it's, uh, Shashiva Hashem, the Baal, that when a Baruch Bohu carries out a din, it's straight, it's yosher, it's straight, without anything extra, without anything that's not justified. Yosef, for whatever reason, there was a then din, that Yosef had to go down to Mitzrayim, because he had to, he had to be able to be that link to come to Mitzrayim, to be the Mishnah Mela, so that Yaakovinu would come with his brothers down there, whatever the reason was, that Avraham Avidu that said, there were different reasons why there's a that Yosef had to go down to Mitsai. But be it as it may, it didn't mean that that had to be in a situation where it doesn't smell nice. That wasn't part of the din. That wasn't the part of the of the of the, of the p'sak din that came on Yosef. And of course doesn't add on to the din more than what's required to be put to the din. Kel Emuna vein ovel. Because if it's something which is added on if something is added on that's not justified, that's ovel. That's that's a flaw. That's incorrect. And that's the, the way Karshpochu Paschal and Shiva She said that's one of the reasons why the Major says that when, the, when Yisrael had to go into Golos in the base of Mikdash, it was an of. Tishavah comes out in Uf. A month that's warm. That was also a chesed that when Klai Yisrael has to go into Golos and be in a place where they're going to be outside, it wasn't in a freezing cold month where they would be freezing. Karshpochu watches out. I sometimes tell the story, it's a personal story that happened to me. The story goes back almost 30 years ago, this summer Mitzvah will be 30 years, Yud Chesav. Yud Chesav is the yard side of my mother on the show. 30 years ago, a year and a half after I was married, on Chav Gimel Tamos, we we were to have our first child, eldest child, my daughter. And a few weeks later, I think three weeks later, Yud Chesav, my mother was Nefters, it was a very difficult thing. It was a sudden thing. But it was something totally unexpected. She wasn't old. She was in her 50s. She wasn't old. Very difficult thing. And it was very hard for me because it was right after such a big simcha baruch Hashem we became parents and now right afterwards it was a challenge. As time went on I started to realize the chesed v'akadosh baruch in the middle of that din. It was a din for whatever reason. It was my mother's time that she had to go. But I realized the chesed v'akadosh baruch in the middle of that did. Uh, what seemed to be so difficult that it was three weeks after my daughter was born was the biggest chesed that a Baruch Hu did. Because in Eretz Yisrael, the law is that if a woman works <coughs> legally and she's paid on the books, so then she's entitled to three months, three and a half months paid maternity leave. Now here it was three weeks after the baby was born. My wife got some of her krech back. And that enabled me to go for the Levaya and for the Shiva. My wife wasn't able to go yet because we had to get papers for the baby. She left two, three days later. But we came to America. And and because of the fact that my wife was on maternity leave, we were able to stay with my father for seven weeks. We went back to Eretz Yitzchol. We had to go back. My brother-in-law had a Mitzvah on Sukkot. We had to go back. But we were with my father for seven weeks to help him get on his feet, to help him take care of the house. And had it not been that time of the year, I would have been able to go just for the week of the shiva and come back, and I wouldn't be able to stay there. So in all the din, HaKadosh Baruch Hu out, that it's going to be a time that, that of chesed that we'll be able to make it the way that it didn't have to be, that my mother had to go, but that doesn't mean that my father doesn't have to be taken care of, that doesn't mean that things have to go into havoc. We see HaKadosh Baruch Hu's chesed in the middle of the din. Because Kel Emunah That's one approach. There's another approach <coughs> that I heard from my Rebbe Yorel itself. He said over, oh, B'Shem, of Mordechai Pogamanski, tells us, he said that when a person has to deal with a knife to cut another person, there's two types of ways that a person can use a knife to cut another person. One is a doctor. And one is a, a person who's doing something out of terrorism. Somebody wants to hurt somebody. Somebody wants to do something out of terror. There's a very big difference between the doctor, the menateach, the one who's doing the operation, the doctor, and the one that's doing something in a terrorist type of fashion. The doctor has to cut. Both of them make a cut. They even could hurt a person. But the doctor sterilizes the knife, tries to do it in the most gentle way, the most, the way that's the least painful, does what he has to do in order to be able to help the person, because the idea of that using the knife is really there as a as a chesed to help the person, and he does it in the most gentle and and uh, the gentle way possible to make it uh, as 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 pleasant as it could be. It's not pleasant, but make it not as difficult as 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 it could be. Whereas the person does it out of terror; he wants that knife to be rusty as, as rusty as possible. He doesn't care about the germs. He doesn't care how he does it. It's just there to hurt. Here, Kodesh Baruch Hu showing him, Yosef, I'm taking you here, I'm with you here, I'm I'm taking you here, I want you to realize I'm not doing this to hurt you. I'm doing this because this is something in the end that's going to be good for you. You need to be the Mishnah Namelech. You need to be the one that's going to carry Chal Yisrael uh, through Mitzrayim until we become Am Yisrael and we go out of Mitzrayim. You're the one that's going to be that link, that's going to be able to set up Chal Yisrael and Mitzrayim and they have to be there for those (coughs) for the four hundred years was 210 years And you had to be there to be that link. And I'm going to show you that I'm with you. Look, I'm not doing it to hurt you. I'm going to make it pleasant for you. I'm going to make a good smell for you that's going to be pleasant for you to be able to go. That's the second approach. Why why it was important to know that he had the spices. Now the third approach, I think, is something that maybe we can connect to Hanukkah a little bit. This comes from the the Ebrisker Shashiras. The mouth they use is like this. I also heard, heard this from Rav itself. <coughs> we know that David Melech tells us in Tehillim, If I wouldn't have had the Torah to play with, to toy with, and to learn, and to fill my life with, I would have been lost in my affliction. David Melech had a very challenging life. For the first part of his life, his father and his brothers thought that he wasn't a legitimate child, that he was a mamzer. And only when Shmuel, Shmuel and came to find the mamlech, one of Yishei's sh- sh- sons, the melech, they realize that he was really Yishei's son and that he was, was mamashah sh- tzaddik. <clears throat> and then he had all the different sorrows that he had as a melech, being chased by Shol, being, being with Avshalom, all the different things that he had during the time that he was a Melech. And David melech tells us, if I wouldn't have had the Torah to, to be with me, I would have been lost in, my, in, my, in all my affliction. So the, the, the answer over here, that's the Pshat, why Kodesh Bochu made sure that inside the wagon there was going to be a pleasant smell. Because when there isn't a pleasant smell, and you have the smell of the, the kerosene and the, the foul smells that are left over by the Ishmaelim, then Yosef wouldn't be able to think and learn. He wouldn't be able to learn inside there. Hashem made the wagon <coughs> you know, uh, that with a nice smell so that Yosef you will know, have the Torah to learn and that's going to keep him strong even though he's going through the challenges right now because the, if he wouldn't have had the Torah then he would have been lost in that. That was to help Yosef be strong. And that's connecting us to Hanukkah because that's what the Greeks tried to do to us. They tried to wipe out, to take away that connection to Torah Shabbal Peh, to our Torah. And that's the fight, that's the Muhammad of the Hashmanayim, which had to fight against it. And that's why we have to try to make an extra effort as much as we can during Hanukkah and before Hanukkah to prepare ourselves, to, to strengthen ourselves in that Torah, which is our power to be able to get to where we have to get. So again, so we have those three approaches, how to answer why the Pasuk felt it important to let us know that the wagon smelled nice. One, to show you that Hashem doesn't make the din more than it has to be, and He's very precise. And anything else, He makes sure to take care of us. And the din is for a reason. That's why we have to sometimes we have, we have to have a mood in that. We have to sometimes just wait and to see where Akash Bochul takes us <coughs> with the things that happen to us. The second thing is Akash Bochul lets us know that I care about you. I'm doing something that's good for you. Therefore, I make it in a way that's going to be pleasant for you, just like the doctor. When he when he makes sure the knife is sterilized, and he makes sure that the, everything is in the most gentle way. And the third approach is the approach that, <clears throat> that without Torah, a person doesn't have Torah in his life, and it doesn't give him the will to, to withstand the challenges. Each person has their different challenges. Amid Hashem, we should be able to take the lessons from each of these approaches and internalize and let ourselves internalize them and figure out in each place where we can use them to help build our various Hashem and connect ourselves to our Kodosh Baruch Hu. Everyone should have a wonderful Shabbos, Ezekiel Hashem, and look to Hanukkah. And with Hashem next week, hopefully we'll talk about Hanukkah as well.